setting the pace on the pursuit of happiness. This is The Ken Coleman Show, where you discover what you were born to do and how to make it happen. Now, helping you get unstuck and on the path to your dream job, America's career coach, Ken Coleman. I am coming to you live from Ramsey Studios in Nashville, and you are joining a conversation about who you are, what you were created to do, where you want to do it, and how to get there. It's all about your purpose. Because you were created to fill a unique role, you are needed, and you must do it. This is not a make you feel good and kumbaya show. This is, hey, you were created to do good. And that's why you long to answer the question, what should I do with my life? Some of you never really answered it. Some of you've thought about it. Some of you know the answer, but you're not quite sure how to get there. And it's scary. I get all that. Whatever your situation, let's figure out what stage you are in. There are seven stages on this journey that I'm talking about to meaningful work. We identify them as stage one is get clear. This is getting clear on who you are, what you want to do, and why you want to do it. And where you can do it. Stage two is get qualified. This is the ticket for the journey, right? There's a journey of getting qualified uh, that will allow you to get the ticket. All right? That leads to stage three, get connected. Connections are the currency to progress. Stage four is get started. At some point, all those connections are going to bring an opportunity to you. And that's when you got to really swallow hard and step forward. Get started. Scary. Scariest stage for most people. Stage five is get promoted. After you're in and you do a good job, you begin to move up the ladder and you're getting promoted on your way to stage six, which is get the dream job. And then when you get the dream job and I've got mine and you're in that, you're not done. In fact, that's where you really experience tremendous momentum. You begin to invest for the long haul and you're in stage seven at the same time. And that is give yourself away. So what stage are you in? Let's help you figure out what you need to do to get to the next stage. I am part counselor, part coach, part cheerleader. What do you need from me today? 844-747-2577. 844-747-2577. Let's go to Lisa. She's calling back again. I love the tune-up calls. This is a radio show where we want to track your progress, your wins, get you to that dream so you can do the dream scream, but we love the tune-up calls. Let's see where she's at. Lisa joins us in Ontario, Canada. Lisa, you're on the Ken Coleman Show. Hey, Ken. So, like you said, I talked with you yesterday. I had a question about asking for a raise, uh-huh. and I ended up being told no. Um, so, I know I shouldn't take it personally, but I'm really not satisfied with that answer. Yeah. I think I'm just not feeling very valued in my yeah. current job, and I'm just wondering if it's sure. time to start thinking about exploring other options. I think so, but I'm curious. How did you, we talked about this yesterday, and did you do what I told mm-hmm. you to do? I did, yeah. I tried to pitch it to my boss, like you said, kind of like it was his idea, you know, ask what he thought, and... Did you did you ask for yeah, a growth just, did you ask for a growth plan? I did I did as well. That was closer to the end of the conversation because basically off the bat it was shut down kind of thing. Um when I had asked about a growth plan, I was basically I wasn't like, given a very straight answer. I was told more or less that what I'm doing now is what's gonna get me there and that's what's um, developing me and my career path. And I don't feel like that's actually the case. Yeah. You know what? Perfect. Um, 
perfect, Lisa. That's why, by the way, that I prescribe that idea. It's not just to put you in the best possible chance of being able to talk about a raise and get the raise, but it's also for you to see, this is not the place I want to be. I just asked them for a growth plan, things I could do to become better and more valuable. And they basically went, nope, just keep showing up every day. Well, that's a really wah, wah, wah answer, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So here's the deal. You are valuable. Listen to me, Lisa. I know that that it hurts, okay? And you don't feel valuable. They just went, no, just do this. And there's all types of emotions that come with that, right? Disappointment, a little bit of anger, hurt. And then you start questioning yourself. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Listen, it's time for you to keep, it's time for you to look elsewhere. Don't listen, stay put, don't jump and put yourself in a financial situation that's not necessary. You know what? Get your chin up, hurt hurt a little bit today, tomorrow, lick your wounds. I'm glad you called back because I'm here to tell you, Lisa, this is actually going to be a blessing when you look back on this. I know you may not feel that way, but I'm telling you, Lisa, your best days are ahead. And, and while it hurts, this is what you needed to kind of truly make the decision to leave. You were leaning that way anyway when you called me, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Yeah. So you know what? They just made it easy for you. You shouldn't question this decision at all. It's time for you to look and very soon time for you to leave. And Lisa, your best days are ahead of you. Do you hear me? Yeah. Listen, do not yeah, let... It's, it's, Go ahead. Say say what you need to say. I want to know what you're feeling. It's, just, it's scary thinking of doing something else. And I think I feel very uncertain as to what it is that I should do. Some of the things that I'm interested in or where I feel like my strengths lie, I just, I don't know how to channel that into an actual career. Well, let's not worry about the career and let's just worry about the work. What's the work you would want to do tomorrow now that you're looking for something and I give you something starting Monday morning and you get to try it with the guarantee you can't fail. You're going to be successful at it. Forget career. Career is very big. Okay, Mm -hmm. in the sense of you start thinking about all the details. We'll get to that. But what's the work you would want to do? You know, what would be the dream job? I know that's big, too. But when I take all those qualifications and I hand them to you, what work would you try tomorrow knowing you didn't have to commit to it for 30 years? But, Ken, I want to do this kind of work. What is that? (laughs) It's hard to answer. I feel like those are two separate questions. Like One thing, if it was a realistic thing that I had to do, I think if it was something to do with like systems and procedures and creating efficiency. That's something that I would be interested in. Yeah. If it was, if it was like a dream job um, and I couldn't fail at it, I think it would be something like video editing. Yeah. So why is video editing so far off? Cause you just gave me both of those and neither one of those are difficult. You said logistics systems processes, but you said, well, Ken, if it was the dream job, it'd be video editing is video editing so far out there because you've not done it on a professional level. And you wonder if you have the ability to actually do it to where people would pay you. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my really, gosh. I, <laughs> okay. Let me I ask you a question. It was a hobby like yeah. 10 years ago, right? Right. But are yeah. you pretty decent at it? Even if you're kind to yourself for a moment, would you say you're pretty decent at it? I think I was decent at it. I really haven't done it. Okay. Hold on. Recently. Hold on. Lisa, if I paid for your training 
for six weeks and all you did was video edit all day every day with a ninja video editor do you think you could be pretty darn good yes or no Yes. Oh, I love it. So the dream job is just weeks away, theoretically. Lisa, let's figure out what the day job is. Maybe you stay right now where you are, and maybe you start doing video editing training, and maybe you get a side gig where you start doing part-time video editing. Now you're in proximity, plus you're getting paid for it, and eventually the part-time work is going to lead to full-time work. How would that feel, Lisa? That would be pretty awesome. Well, why don't you just start getting trained? How about that? And I want to hear a call from you where you tell us you've stepped into the dream job. This is The Ken Coleman Show. Hey, high school seniors and parents of high school seniors, it's almost graduation time. And if you're not sure about next steps, I want you to listen to this. Coding skills are essential in today's workforce. And my friends at Bethel Tech can help you start a new career really fast and do it cheap. It only takes nine months to complete a Bethel Tech course in UI, UX design, full stack development, data science, or cybersecurity. And your young person can get over a thousand hours of experience in a collaborative environment and then get placed. The average starting salary for a junior developer is $66,000. And the field is projected to grow by 22% over the next five years. Software development is a career with an enormously bright future. And right now, Bethel Tech is offering you 10% off if you watch or listen to The Ken Coleman Show and you pay cash. So go to BethelTech.net slash Ken Coleman. BethelTech.net slash Ken Coleman right now for details. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, folks, welcome back to the Ken Coleman Show, giving you the competitive edge to make more money and make more impact in your work. Don't miss this. Coming up at the the last segment, uh, we've got some real-life horrible bossery that I'm going to expose. Uh, You won't believe real responses from leaders for time-off requests. And you wonder why people are changing jobs right and left all the time. It's just, uh, it's absolutely unbelievable. So uh, that's coming up. I can't wait to get to that. Uh, But as we do in every show, this is your time to be coached. I become your coach and counselor and cheerleader all in one call. So if you'd like to join the show on a call, uh, we are now adding in the Zoom call. If you want to do via video and you're brave, um, and then I can actually see you and we talk live, um, ask at KenColeman.com is the email address. And uh, we really want to focus most of our coaching calls on this program. Uh, on those of you that feel very, very stuck in the moment, you feel stuck, toxic environment. Can I actually change jobs now? I cannot have an interruption in pay. Um, I've got a leader situation. That I don't know how to navigate. Uh, whatever the situation, we'll change your name, your location, and industry to give you the privacy uh, and sensitivity that you need. So here we go. Let's start it off at Cartersville, Georgia. Randall is on the line. Randall, you're on the Ken Coleman Show. Hey, Ken, how are you? I'm living the dream, Randall. What are you doing? I'm doing well, man. Just Good. out working a little, but I needed to speak with you, so I will try to keep this uh, as concise as possible. Okay. I, uh, I've i been with my company for almost four years now. Um, I'm, I'm a lineman. I work out in the field. We okay. work outside. Um, so 
I've, I've quickly went up uh, the leadership ladder out here in the field, but I've reached the highest leadership position available in the field. I would now like to move in. That's always been my goal, and I'm only one step away. Okay. Um, and there's a management training course here for my job. I reached out to some people outside of my department to figure out what I could do to take another step up, and they recommended the management training to me. Uh, but when I brought it up to my supervisor, he informed me that he had someone else that he would prefer to go do the class. Um, and they only do them once every 12 months. So that would put me out until next year, uh, even beginning the training. Uh, so I'm just kind of in a spot where I want to know, is this something I should, is this something I should wait on? Uh, or so a year is quite a long time. It is, especially when you've identified that that's what you want to do. You know that that's what's required to get to the spot on the ladder that you want. It, does it require yeah. that supervisor's approval? Um, it, it, unfortunately, it did. I spoke with the employment development department uh, here at my job, and they wanted me to go. They wanted to sign me up, but it was my supervisor that kind of shot that down. Right, but again, is it? can they overrule him? I mean, what's the actual procedure here? I, I don't believe that they can. Um, her response from the employment engagement team uh, to my supervisor was, okay, that sounds good, then we will get him signed up for the class next spring. So next spring, is it guaranteed she has approved it next spring, Not just just not now? Right, just not now. It would just be t- about 12 months from now. What's your heart telling you? I think your head and the heart are telling you two different things. Is that true? Uh, that is true. Okay, my, I thought so. What's your head telling you? My head is telling me that um, that I should move on. That I'm not I'm not receiving enough support, and I've performed at a high level, um, but well enough to to get the position. But my heart tells me I've put so much time in here, uh, and I've worked really hard, uh, and I just I have a great reputation here. I don't know what's your heart telling you. Yeah, the the heart tells me maybe I should wait it out. Yeah. How long you been listening or watching this show? Um, I've been listening to you for about a year. I listen to one of your podcasts every morning. Thank you. Have you ever heard me address the head and the heart before? I have. What do I tell people? Um, so follow the heart. Follow the heart. So the reason that I'm walking you through this is because I understand that you feel overlooked and rejected. I've been there before. I do. I remember I had an opportunity one time early on in broadcasting to, uh, to get a part-time gig. I did everything that I was supposed to do. And I had some other folks say, yep, you're the guy. They nominated me um, to get this opportunity, this broadcasting opportunity, went to bat for me, and then the producer chose somebody else. And while I understood the choice in the sense that, you know, the other guy was, was, was talented and, you know, there was, you know, there wasn't a whole lot there other than I just felt like, huh, he doesn't think I'm good enough. That's right. And so that's hard. And so that's why your brain, the logic is saying, wait a second, we aren't wanted here. Let's go somewhere where we are wanted. Yes. But I'm really thrilled that your heart is saying, whoa, 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 whoa. That would be, that would be impetuous. That would be the wrong move. We really love this opportunity. We love the work we're doing. And we should wait for this opportunity because sometimes in life we got to wait. 
In fact, most of the time in life, to get anything of worth, relationally, professionally, physically, mentally, if there is a desired future, it always involves the tension between persistence and patience. Do you agree with that, Randall? I do agree. So what if I told you that they were going to change their mind? I knew in the future they were going to change their mind and they were going to drop you into the class. Would you even be thinking about calling me or even be thinking about leaving? No, I wouldn't. So I really believe your heart's right in this situation. Yeah, you provided me with a, a lot of clarity. Great. And listen, let's acknowledge for a second that this sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, yeah. it's okay to go, and I hate waiting. Yeah. It's right there. I'm one step away. <laughs> yeah, like they could put me in there. Like I got questions. I got questions. Like this is the part of the show that I really want to do. But I am pretty sure that Alex and Ramsey leadership would never let me do it. Can I tell you all just for a moment what I'd like to do? I would yeah. like to introduce Morning Shock Jock Radio into this environment. And I would never be unkind or, or, or swear or any of that stuff. But I'd like to get that boss on the line right now. That's what I'd like to do. <laughs> yeah. And I'd like to go, hey, listen, you're live on the Ken Coleman Show. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. I got Randall on with me. And Randall told me what's going on. And I'm just curious... Why is there only one person allowed to go through the class? Yeah, yeah, that is that is curious. I did find out multiple people can attend, but for some reason, he just wants me to wait it out. This is why, Alex, this is the show that people want. They want me to confront this leader right now. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that because that <laughs> would get you in hot water, and that's not our goal. I'm joking. Everybody's going, what? I'm joking. I just said I want to do it because this is the question I think you're wrestling with. And yeah. I think this is going to be the question you're going to have to get over. Because yeah. it's the question I've got. Uh, the audience is watching. They're asking the same thing. Wait a second. Multiple people can do it, but they won't let you do it. Something doesn't add up. Now. Something is strange. It is strange. And so, and so I want to leave this with you. I think you've got to be very vigilant right now to make sure that they do what they told you they would do. And if six months, nine months, ten months, a year from now, they've not signed you up for that class, now we're gone. Okay. So I'm going to take them at their word, but something seems a little screwy to me as to why they wouldn't put you in that position. Now, why would that supervisor hold you back? Be vigilant. Crush it in your current role. Do everything that you can do. It's worth the wait until they burn you. And the minute they don't follow through on what they promised you, hasta la vista, baby. I'm out. You hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, right. that sounds good. All right, my man. I appreciate the call. I appreciate the call. Listen, folks, um, you've got to be okay. This is your life. you got to be okay asking questions like I just asked. You have to. You have to be able to go, is it limited to one person? You don't have to be a jerk when you say that. Just look confused. And, and just put it in their lap. Is uh, What's the company policy on why multiple people can't go through? Like the dog that meets somebody for the first time. Ooh. You got to be okay asking these questions. This is the Ken Coleman Show.
All right, folks, coming up, I told you at the start of the program that I was going to address a very sticky issue. And here it is. Four signs that your spouse is a freak. All right? And I'm going to unpack this. You're going, why are you Why are you doing this, Ken? I'm going to tell you why. Johnny Depp has lost millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars because of his spouse. And it's in the news, and it's in the jury right now, and I am a man of the people, and I thought, you know what? A lot of you people are in horrible, horrible relationship situations, or you're dating someone that you think is crazy, and I want to rescue you. Because if you got a crazy freak of a spouse, it's going to ruin your professional life. So I'm going to warn some of you and help others. That's coming up in just a minute, but real quick, Becca from Salt Lake City, Utah, is on the line. Becca, you're on the Ken Coleman Show. Hey, Ken. So grateful to talk to you today. Good to talk to you. How can I help? Um, so I am, I have a question about what kind of job I'm qualified for and also what, what kind of work I would enjoy. I am recently pregnant. So congratulations. Thank you. Um, I was going to school and I had to drop out because I was sick. And now that I'm feeling better, I want more structure and momentum in my life. Financially, we're doing okay, but I would like to work because I get really excited about the baby steps, and I wanna, sure. I wanna help out. Good. And, um, yeah. So here's but, the deal. I know that when yeah. someone like you calls me, that you have a couple of ideas, maybe one idea that's kind of sticking out a little bit more than others, and I want you to just share it with me. No matter how confident you are in describing it, or maybe you don't know if you can get there or not, I still want you to tell me what's at the top of your mind. <laughs> well, I'm scared to tell you because I know how Dave feels about artists, but I... Oh, no, wait a second. Wait, a... wait, 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 time out. <laughs> Last I checked, this was the Ken Coleman show. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, so on this show, nobody needs to worry about telling me their ideas. So go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so I am an art major. I do oil portraits and... um Last year, I only made like five thousand dollars from it. How many? How many paintings and, did that equal? Um, I got probably. Uh, it, I think I had twenty clients, and then ten of those were very small, small commissions. Okay, that's fine. So, so you are an artist, and I imagine that you have artistic talent beyond just oil painting. True. True. <laughs> that's where I'd be going. So can you okay. make the kind of money you want to make as an oil painter right now? Probably not. It's going to take you time. But I would tell you to yeah. never let that go. I would continue to do it on the side. Let's see if we can make 10000 this year. What would need to be true right. for you to take those 20 clients and turn them into 40 or take those 20 clients and get more money oil paint? So I would continue to keep that alive. However, for a more consistent day job, 40-hour week job to make more money to help your husband pay off your debt in the baby steps, what artistic talents with a minimal amount of qualifications could you get those qualifications and do that? Maybe it's graphic design. Maybe it's interior decorating. Maybe it's whatever. But you are not, your artistic talent uh, is not limited to just oil painting. So I would be finding, where do I take my artistic talent, my eye and my mm -hmm. creativity and turn that into a job where I'm 40 hours a week or 30 hours a week making 15, 20 bucks an hour. That's where I would be exploring that while continuing 
to paint on the side. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Those jobs scare me because there's a high, um, I guess there's just a lot of people who want graphic design and art teaching jobs. And I don't have a degree. So you don't I need guess, it? No, no, um, wait, 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 wait. You're looking for jobs <laughs> that don't require a degree. Right. You're scared of a monster that's actually not under the bed. <laughs> okay. You're just afraid of the unknown. Welcome to the human race. <laughs> Definitely. Seriously. I'm terrified of the unknown. That's why I'm so yeah. that's why I'm so daggum inquisitive. Freaks me out, man, when I don't know stuff. I, I got it. Yeah. You know what the answer to, to the fear of the unknown is? Is go get knowledge. One of those artistic type jobs, creative type jobs, where you can go make some good money right now and it don't require a college degree or quite frankly, much qualification at all. Don't tell me those right. don't exist, Becca. You know they do, don't you? <laughs> yes, definitely. All right, Becca. Sure. I give you, you permission to just go do it. Go! <laughs> Okay. Right now, I'm hanging up on you. You got jobs to find. Go, go, go. All right, I got to pivot to this because uh, we have so many people that come from all different walks of life. So this content, inspired by Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, is actually going to help a lot of you. Because if you're in a relationship with somebody and you think they might be a little bit crazy, they might be a freak, I am here to tell you to pump the brakes. Pump the brakes! Because if your spouse is a freak, they're going to ruin not just your personal life, but your professional life. And here we go. Four signs that your spouse is a freak. Number one, or your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Number one, they're controlling. They're always controlling you. You feel like everything's got to go through them, constantly controlling what you say, your, 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 your schedule. Everything is control, 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 control. Folks, you ever heard the phrase control freak? Come on. Careful. Careful in those dating relationships. If you see control freak breaking out, whoa, I'm slowing down. What's underneath that? What causes them to be so controlling? It's only going to get worse once you put a ring on number two verbally abusing you verbally abusing you i gotta tell you something i've seen some of the clips of this amber heard johnny depp trial and johnny depp's one of the biggest stars in the world and, and i'd never even heard of amber heard before but in their dating relationship she was doing this stuff this verbal abuse whether you believe it or not i've heard it i don't know what he did to her i'm not taking his side everybody relax what i'm saying is if you've heard these clips she verbally abused this dude. All right? Guys do it to women. Women do it to guys. This is not for one sex or the other to control all this nuttiness. If you feel verbally abused, like there's you are being attacked verbally, pump the brakes. Again, what's behind this? Number three, sign that your spouse or our significant other is a freak. Paranoid and jealous. Paranoid always feeling like they're the victim. Either you're causing it, someone else is causing it. They're crazy jealous of you. Whoa, I mean, watch out. Pump the brakes. What's going on underneath this? There is severe pain uh, and trauma underneath all of this junk that is coming out in this relationship. And if they don't get healthy, there is no escaping the destruction in your relationship and this stuff will spill over into your professional life. 
Number four sign that your spouse or significant other is a freak. They threaten you. They threaten you. Now, we talked about the verbal abuse, but I, I'm talking they threaten you physically. They threaten you. Uh, they threaten you financially. They threaten you physically. Everything's a threat. They're constantly dropping threats out there. And you feel as though you are trapped. One wrong move, boom, they're coming after you. Coming after your juggler. I mean, just boom, coming after you. Now, let me tell you something. I'm, I, you know, I am in no way trying to have fun with this. I'm just telling you, I watched that Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. And I watched it later because I'm at work. And they tell you, listen, I've seen so many professional careers derailed because you let crazy into your relationship. And you can love them dearly. But if they're crazy, you don't need to marry them. Help them. Get them help. Get them professional counseling. Be, be, be brave enough. Be honest enough to go, hey, I love you, but this ain't normal. And we can't do life together. This idea that I'm going to put a ring on it and commit to you over marriage vows and it's suddenly going to get better is a fairy tale that will turn into a nightmare. Now, again, I'm not saying who's right or wrong in this trial. The jury will decide. But if you look at how much money Johnny Depp has already lost, and by the way, he's a disaster with his money. Let's call that out. But reputation, people don't want to be around you. You can't work to your best when your personal life's a dumpster fire. Please be careful with who you marry. This is the Ken Coleman Show. Press on. Thanks for listening to the Ken Coleman Show. For more, you can find the show on demand wherever you listen to podcasts and watch the show on YouTube. You can also find Ken across all social media by following at Ken Coleman.